Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. at LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the Where the fuck is this person talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Christmas. Here we are. <laughs> Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip break can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Hegg. You can't help but notice in these modern times you left out the line about uh, you're a bum, you're a maggot. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. You're a bum, you're a punk. You're an old slut and jumbler and they're almost dead on a I thought you'd bring it up. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Old Shane, he's not having that. It's sitting in the machine titled Extra Pogues Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> That's that little extra bit. Funnily enough, in my um, in my travels on uh, the internet recently, old Kirsty McColl came up because uh, you're just looking for classic Queensland jet ski crashes, but uh, she got run over by a speedboat. Brown bread. Who did? Kirsty McColl, the Sheila singing in that song. Ah, wow. Yeah. What, died? Yeah. Oh, fuck, sorry to hear. I, I, I had no idea. I wasn't ready. Yeah, there you go. Speedboat S- death. Somehow, Shane McGowan's still alive, though. <laughs> Is he, though? <laughs> Have a look at him. Google Shane McGowan photos. Oh, man. Oh, it's a rough head. If a speedboat ran over him, the speedboat would just fucking, just everyone around would be drunk. <laughs> like, would just release <laughs> alcohol into the air. Like a like a BP oil spill. Yeah. There'd be <laughs> fucking dolphins and shit a thousand K away <laughs> with smack in their system. That guy, what a fucking head. It's just one of those occasionally I'll go, fuck, my, my teeth are a bit shit. I've just got these shitty English Irish fucking crooked teeth. Yeah. I'll just Google image search Shane McGowan. Go, yeah, no, I'm all right. Just probably need a filling. Should floss. You do something about it, but dentists don't seem to think there's anything you can do in between that and American teeth. Like you've got to commit to the horse teeth or can you just get a medium job, just go back to normal sort of teeth? Does that happen? Or dentists just go, fuck this? I don't think anyone can. I'm just going to have fucking crooked fronties for forever, I reckon. Why would I fix them? You put those disgusting plates in that every bass has got now and they take them out and put them on the fucking table while they're eating dinner at a restaurant. To me, it's a... 
it's more a fuck you for if you if you ever get on TV again. The more I get on TV with fuck teeth, the more it would annoy people that aren't on TV that got their teeth fixed to get on there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just write some jokes you can't. Just has a fucking crooked teeth. <laughs> um, so uh, New Year's Eve, mate. Bloody many happy returns. Welcome back very soon to the ranks of the Alkies yourself. Go Shane McGowan starting tomorrow. Fuck, I'm excited. I am considering an Australian drinking tour, and that is no no stand-up or live podcast involved. I just fly to the seven capital cities in seven days. Yeah, great. And uh, get on the piss. And then I remembered I have a wife and a child, so that may not happen. Yeah, you could leave them outside the airport lounge just waiting for you. <laughs> As I do the lap. Cheeky lap. Yeah, like the olden days. Kids used to have to sit in a station wagon, just get past like a, a Coke with a straw, and they'd have to share that while the parents are inside just getting maggot, get back to the good old days. My son would love that, I reckon. Oh, yeah. He loves the car. <laughs> um, mate, uh, a few fireworks got um, cancelled this year. Disappointing. Man, well, you know what happened? Ecker, your mates in Queensland, mm. Um, Your mate. They uh, echo the big show up there. That got cancelled this year. There's normally a big fireworks display at the end of Echo. What's the name of the river fire? Oh, river fire. Yeah, yeah. Plane comes. And I was wondering, I was wondering where do all of those fireworks go? Like, because they would have bought them all and then there's no river fire. What's going to happen with those fireworks? And then I found out in person. State of Origin Game 3. All right. They went fucking berserk. They're all there. We've got to use them up. They go off. <laughs> <laughs> like old fireworks kill a lot of people. Yeah. Out of date. I didn't even know. Is that is that a thing people look for? Is it like a Cambodia landmine sort of people getting around trying to find where Pol Pot's <laughs> left his dirty work? Yeah. People going around Queensland trying to find boots full of fucking fireworks? Yeah. Is Sydney happening? Sydney fireworks? Uh, I don't know. Not there. Don't care. I, where I live, there's usually they've been cancelled, but there's down at the beach to have fireworks, but it's not even midnight. So the kiddies can get involved, get out at like nine PM, watch fireworks. Mm. Some people film it to watch it later yeah. on their on their phones, filming fireworks. That is fucking punchable. What are you thinking? <laughs> no one even watches their fucking you know, kids school fate concert later on. They just film it out of obligation because your wife tells yeah. you to film it. But fucking fireworks, fuck off. I've been doing stand-up about my grandpa's funeral lately. He died when I was in hotel quarantine, mm. and so I missed the funeral. I was still in quarantine, and my sister filmed it on her phone and sent it to me, and um, it's just still there on my laptop. I haven't watched it yet. Open casket? No. Nah. Did you get to see any of the action? No? No. Nah. <sighs> yeah, how late do you do an open casket for? It was fine. It didn't get coronavirus, don't worry, but the lid was closed. Well, you mean how many days after the event or how old the person? Yeah, I mean, how old? Like at some point. It's a, he was 80, he would have been 80, fuck, 87. Yeah, right. I don't know. It also depends on how violent the death was. You don't want to open up a coffin. There's a couple of fucking Ziplocs in there with some matter, maybe a wristwatch and a tooth. <laughs> no good. It's got to be fairly calm death to have an open casket, I'd think. <laughs> yeah, of course. You want one? Is that what you're going for? Only if someone like yourself is there at the time and can, yeah. before rigor mortis sets in, just set up the two fingers poking up out the top. Yeah. So they can't even close the lid. Yeah. It's two stiff arms with fucking fingers up. I'll have that. Mate, I'll say if I'm there, I'm pulling one of your nuts out, you fly. 
That's <laughs> what he would have wanted. I'll be dead. You can molest me as you wish. And in your hand, you'll have a post-it note that just says, look down, with a down arrow drawn on it. <laughs> and I'll be, I'll be at the other end with a camera taking photos of yeah. people's reactions. <laughs> oh, man. Mate, um, New Year's Eve, though, what are your, what's your general consensus on New Year's Eve? I'm, I'm personally not a big fan. I think it's an amateur drinking night and I don't like it. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been right into it. I do sort of like I have stayed up. Um, I don't know. Fireworks though is something that there's been no technological advancements for fucking five decades on fireworks. There's nothing special there. Mm. It's all the same. It's like oh, you know, it's quietening down now. There's a little fucking raining one. Yes. And there's about to be a crescendo. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bang, bang, bang. See you later. Go home. It's fucking the same every time. They're on a fucking good wicket. The prick setting them off. But um, I don't know. They've got to do something. To, to, I used to work on boats in the harbour in Sydney. On New Year's Eve? Yeah. Oh, oh it was a massive night. Shit time, though? Yeah, shit time. It's like a package. People drinking hard on their all-you-can-drink-and-eat package. But, um, and we'd be right in the exclusion zone. Well, the problem with that, though, those all-you-can-drink New Year's Eve packages is that if you get one of those, your first thought is, I've got to drink that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Minimum. Funnily enough, Aussie's not that great after all they can drink. Mm. And all they can drink, they keep drinking after that as well. Bit of a Cinderella story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, they get quite shirty when you cut them off too. New Year's Eve is not a good night to be cutting thugs off at the bar <laughs> on a boat. Can't <laughs> even kick boat. them out. Yeah. You're not like, grab grab a fucking gar bag, put your clothes in, mate. You're out of here. <laughs> fucking, you're swimming home. You can't do that. Yeah, fucking nightmare. Um, anyway, we, we should crack on, mate. We've got a, another because it's still Can, Chris. Oh, you're gone. It hasn't happened yet, but I am meant to start drinking again on Jan 1st, but I might just make it January 2nd just to fucking annoy some people. Yeah, just to really show that you can go without, you know. Yeah, there's nothing like doing a year and a day off and the day's unnecessary. Just like, nah, I didn't feel like it. That'll really, I could just, some people will just get Fuck you. Well, it also, it was a leap year, so you've already got the extra day. Oh, was it a leap year? Yeah, man. Fuck. Hold on. Does that mean I can start drinking New Year's Eve? <laughs> oh, <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get stuck into our third and final Christmas slash New Year's edition of Mid-Flight Brawl. Oh, yeah. All right, episode 42. And might I say, I'm still really enjoying these crashes. It really keeps things in perspective. Um, mm. We're looking back to December 31, 1985. Oh, pre-Cody birth. Oh, really? Fuck. What happened? And um, uh, if, you can, if you can take yourself into Guntersville, Alabama, uh, to Texas, via a cow pasture in rural Texas. Um, Visiting a friend? Yeah. It's, um, what were they doing in the cow pasture? This isn't going to end well, is it? No, it wasn't. It was, um, well, it started well. It was a little bit of a, it's, it's, it involves American pop star, who you're aware of, and one-time gunslinger in John Wayne's Rio Bravo, Ricky Nelson. Uh, he was traditionally terrified of flying, but uh, only to a point. That point was where he detested the fucking stink 
of the general public, so he refused to take buses. So um, he did what respect he did what anyone who's fearful of flying does. He purchased a 1944 Douglas DC three with a history of mechanical problems, so he could fly his band around until it crashed. Fucking hell. <laughs> You never want to hear 1944 in front of a plane. Fuck no. Unless it's at an air show with no one in it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Douglas seems to be, they feature quite heavily. They're nearly the Cessna. Like it's just a bigger Cessna, I think. It's Mm. um, just just wipe out more people in one hit. Classic rock star move from that era though, wasn't it? Get yourself a plane. Buy your own plane. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound good, but I don't think that it ever adds up. I don't think the money ever adds up. No. Fact, what do I know? No, but it's when money's not an issue. It's the convenience. One time, I don't know if you were this, Aerosmith once refused to charter a Convair CV240 because the pilots were, when they went to inspect it, one of the bandies went to check out the plane. Now passing around a bottle of Jack Daniels back and forth between each other while the, while um, a band assistant and his dad went to check out the plane. So they said, no, we're not going to get on that. Leonard Skinner. What, the pilots were having a swig? They are having a swig of Jack. Yep. Jesus. So um, Leonard Skinner hired the exact same plane for themselves, Deddy Bones. Biggest tragedy in rock history oh, right there. And then we were all left with Aerosmith, who quite promptly turned into a nauseating soft rock power ballad band who all go to the gym all the time to get muscles, which is as important for musicians as it appears to be for modern comedians. <laughs> Don't tell Leonard Skinner copped the fucking drunk pilots. That's what happened. They did. That's exactly what happened. Fucking gone. Oh, God. I was about to stand up for the pilots and say, no, I trust them. They clearly back themselves. And then once again, my gun instinct has been proven incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually do pretty well in life if I go against my initial reaction to a thing. Oh, to everything, you reckon? Almost everything. Unless it's to do with comedy, everything else. So, man, you should buy that. And then I think, no, nah, don't do it. Yeah. Definitely don't do it. I know you really want to. Don't. And then a few weeks later, I go, man, a face tat would have been a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Ricky Nelson, right? Big, big pop star and, uh, and his band. They were, they were a 60s sort of issue. They, they were doing a, we're a bit past it, but still hitting some big towns tour on their way to a big New Year's Eve show in Dallas. When uh, quite cold that time of year, and the in cabin heater started playing up, as they want to do in a DC three, from what I've read, um, they could have turned it off, but uh, kept trying to leave it on. Nah, it was cold, so it caught fire, and they crash landed, whole band and a roadie, brown bread, as well as Ricky's girlfriend, a, uh, and you won't believe what her job was, Ricky's new girlfriend what? that he left his wife for. Yeah. Um, she was part-time model and exotic animal handler, Helen Blair. Story old as time. Oh, classic rebound after a divorce candidate there. Um, <laughs> Man, I think we've spoken about this before. If we ever get divorced from our partners, I'll, I'll just cut me dick off. I'm going near no one else. Oh, yeah. Couldn't think of anything worse. Marriage is great, but uh, just the once. Yeah, just the once. Thank you. <laughs> love my wife. Can't stress enough how much I love my wife. Never again. Yeah. I would not do it again. And 
fuck the lunatics that do, send us a message on the email, midflybrawlpod at gmail.com or midflybrawl on Insta. If you're in a third, fourth, maybe fifth marriage and you think, fuck, I finally cracked this nut, you've figured it out. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, you see it all the time and uh doesn't get any less crazy to me. It's a type of gambling that I just cannot understand. Like one of my wife's mates isn't a fan of actual gambling. Like if I tell her I lost, you know, 50 bucks on a box trifecta, mm. she'd think, Phew, oh, that's a bit too much. But then she didn't get any genetic scanning done on her child in the womb. And you go, well, who's gambled more? You know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah. A, yeah. That to me is fucking rolling the dice, not having a squiz. For sure. Get married four times. The stakes are way higher than next month's rent <laughs> down on a fucking Queen of the Nile. <laughs> I'm a trackside. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dog number 32. <laughs> <laughs> So um, in this crash, right, and this is sus, the pilots, the pair of them, survived. They climbed out the window. Wow. And then proceeded to get their story straight while the others were trapped, in, trapped inside just crisping up. Uh, don't mention the heater was something that one pilot said to the other. But then, it, of course, he mentioned the fucking heater and uh, oh, no. they were um, considered quite negligent. Fuck. Different time. An actual heater. That That's how old that plane is that I'm just picturing the old gas heater at my grandparents' house. Oh, bar I'm just picturing that in the yeah. sky, having a fuck up. <laughs> I don't think you're far off, actually. That's what it is. They actually opened the vents when the heater was playing up. They said, I'll open the vents. That's just made it fuck worse. Like some cold air coming in, the heater fucking up. Yeah. And um, heaps of air in there to fuel the fire. Chuck an extra jumper on. Ricky, there's someone who should have trusted his first instincts and remained scared of flying. Yeah. And now having to listen to one of his songs that, um, God, it tells a pretty grim story. I'm a traveling man, made a lot of stops all over the world. Oh, turn the heater off. Turn the fucking heater off. The toy's paid off again. Oh, heaters. Heaters are never good. Like hot water bottles, electric blankets, just fucking leave it out. Oh, that is one thing. Even as a kid, I saw that as a four-year-old. My grandpa had an electric blanket, and I'm looking at that thinking, there's too many risks here. Yeah. Just put an extra jumper on. Yeah. Um, Anyway, just another classic crash. Classic Christmas crash. Crash. Um, it'll be. I mean, I, I don't know. I have to get back into crashes later on in life, but uh, pretty entertaining. <laughs> and not, not for everyone, I'll admit. Not everyone loves a crash story, but fuck yeah. Yep. Do what we want. Mate, again, air crash investigations. Get on it. Yeah. It's a good TV show. It is It is good. I haven't watched as much as you. When the world opens up again, I just want to play a fucking male hostie on an episode of air crash investigations. I think they shoot it in Canada. What? You reckon you'd be a realistic host hosty on a plane just someone just someone in an episode if i could act in an episode of air crash investigations i'd be stoked i reckon sort of unhinged terrorist or someone who just took the plane down because they're fucking mad at their wife or just something <laughs> you could play something like that way better than a hosty the guy who refused to put his fucking seatbelt on something god you're making me sound bad why can't i be the let's roll bloke on the 9-11 flight that they crashed in pennsylvania Oh, the hero. I'm going to be a hero 
angry sky hero. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I I um I actually played a uh drug dealer number one in one of those crime reenactments a while ago. It must have been twelve, fifteen years ago. Oh really? Yeah, I was drug dealer number one. So I'm only playing number one. Shit. You make me number two, I'm out of here. Oh good. and uh yeah, got arrested <laughs> in my combi van on the road. And the fucking extra arresting me, playing the cop. People playing cops are no good generally in the, in these sorts of shows. Well, in any show, really. Yeah. If you're always the cop, you're a fucking grub. He threw me on the ground and made it a little too realistic. Fucking hurt my wrists and stuff. I want, uh, to, I want to bash the guy. So like, take it easy, cunt. It's a long yeah. shot. Did you have any lines in it? Uh, yeah, I can't remember what the lines were, but yeah, a couple of, you know, leave me alone, you bastards. What do you want? That sort of thing. Yeah. Rack off crumb. Yeah. Did you sneak no. a bit of Luke Heggy, <laughs> put a bit of Luke Heggy flavor on it. They didn't let me do any impro. No, it was pretty. <laughs> Pretty standard. You get fucking pulled over, pig. yanked out of a car. <laughs> G'day, piggies. What do you want? <laughs> well, it looks like the squiggly towels are fucking rolled in. What do you bastards want? Yeah. Not really. Um, anyway, we better crack into the incidents. The uh, We're looking at December 30, 2009. Cast your mind back. Air Canada, flight 872, Toronto to Frankfurt. Ooh. And uh, you'll like this. I'm sure this could have happened to one Nicholas Jeffrey Cody at any stage on any flight. A fight started mm. over elbow room. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Man, I've, I've, pushed, I've pushed hard against someone yeah. before. <laughs> I remember a few years ago, yeah, middle seat. If you're ever in the middle seat, I think Jim Jeffries has got a great bit about it, describing what you get in the various seats. But middle seat, you're getting you get the two armrests for sure, right? That should be standard. That should be written. If you're big enough that your body is on that armrest, I will put elbows out and push into you for an entire flight. Yeah. I'm not above that. Oh, people spilling into your seat. I will be the impetus for you turning your life around. You reckon? I don't know. I think you're more the impetus for a fucking blog post about how people don't <laughs> find body positivity quite as positive as the body positivity activists do. <laughs> um, details fairly scant on this, though. It's not clear if the protagonist here is in the middle seat or a window or an aisle. I hope he's in the middle seat. That's why he's the angrier of the two having the fight. Yeah. And uh, he did get quite angry. And um, he didn't get violent, though, but it was enough to divert the plane to... Uh, French Canada and one of your favourite cities. Oh. Montreal! I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Montreal! Montreal, your mates. <laughs> yeah. Your French mates. Bloody crap. Well, not really. I mean, they get laughed at by the French. They, um, they very much look down on the French Canadians, the French. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a bit like, uh, well... Not anymore, probably as much, but the the old school English used to look down on Australians as uncouth, disgusting, fucking lowies, and uh, and they're right, but they've brought themselves right down to our level in the last hundred or so years. So fuck them. Places yeah. a toilet. We've gone up two spots and they've come down fifteen. Yeah. So we're gonna <laughs> we'll we'll meet them eventually, but it's more their undoing than our hard work. <laughs> yeah. So so this guy right. Um, What's his fucking name? His name is, here we go, 
Kodar Ahmad, 31-year-old. Oh, wow. And uh, he got kicked off in Montreal and got told to fuck off. And uh, here's a little tip from the top, right? If, you, if there's an option to walk away when this happens to you, just take it. Kodar didn't. For sure. If you're, if you're lucky enough, if they go, fuck, get off, yeah. you, just, you would think to yourself, I've gotten away with it. There's no arrest. Yeah. Wasn't even cops there. Yeah, but there's not even a court date I've been told about yet. I'll just wait half an hour, see it take off, book another ticket. For sure. Go. Well, this is what happens when pride takes over. You obviously thought he was right, making me think he was the middle seat dweller. <laughs> he, uh, he went to the ticket counter and put on a turn. He demanded his money back, or at the very least, a bus ticket so he could get back to Toronto. Eight hours, around the $39 mark, will get you there. Mate, I've done it. I've done that bus trip. Have you? You? Yeah, I've done a bus trip. I went from Chicago to Montreal via Toronto. Um, spent a few days in Toronto with a mate of mine. Did a big road trip around the US in 2009 with an American mate of mine. This was when Kodar was probably at the bus station. 2009? Yep. Fuck, he could have been on my bus. <laughs> he would have been the second angriest bloke because I remember the overnight bus, Toronto to Montreal, we stopped in... Um, uh, at a Tim Hortons, which is like their fucking Starbucks fucking donut. What's the donut? Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. It's like their version of Dunkin' Donuts. And I bought a coffee and a few fucking donuts and whatever, went to pay for it on card, didn't have any Canadian money left, and they said, we only take MasterCard. I'm like, what sort of fucking place that's a ch- – I was the angriest cunt. Ooh. I was so tired on a bus. Who the fuck only takes MasterCard, you cunts? Never stepped into Tim Hortons again, and everyone tells me it's all right. Did a good Samaritan step in and buy you a donut that you'd already touched or not? No. No? It was 3 a.m., and the other people in the store were also on a Greyhound bus. Yeah, So Jesus Christ. I've never heard of, seen you, or even heard of anyone who knows that you've ever gotten on a bus. I didn't think you'd lower yourself to buses. How long since you've been on a bus? What are you talking about? I had no money forever. I love a bus. Really? Fucking hell. Man, I love a bus. Love a bus. Love a train. Caught a train across America. Yeah. Love it. I don't love buses because I have to get on the fucking things all the time. And Melbourne, too, isn't a, as big of a bus place. Like when I grew up in the Burbs out in Hoppers, I was on a bus all the fucking time. Yeah. Where I am now, it's all trams and trains. I got on a bus from Canberra the other day back to Sydney. That's not too bad. I've done that one as well. Great bus to sleep off a hangover yeah. on the way to a gig in Canberra. <laughs> well, um, the fallout, as he found out, he should have just walked off this dude. He, he's, he's pleaded guilty to disturbing the peace. Mm. The judge told Ahmad that he was the author of his own hardship. Nice phrase. Don't hear that too often. <laughs> um, <laughs> straight off. Who's this wise sage? Yeah. 30 days in the clinkeroonie. That's what you get for coming clean, buddy. He uh, he should have denied any wrongdoing and or been a rich boy with an Anglo name. Probably would have got a suspended sentence. Fucking see you later. Yeah. Go to the bus. Would have got the next flight with a business class upgrade. Oh, man. He spent 30 days in jail after the other bloke said he didn't want to press charges. Yeah. That is fucking harsh. Grim. Feel sorry for old Kodar there criminal record, and the rest of it. Again, you're right, though, about that. Just walk away. You've gotten off scot-free. Ah, Just... yeah. That's how they get you. You don't swallow your fucking pride. Mm. Mate, you were, saying, you were saying the bus thing. When I when I finished up on Triple M, some bloke with a car as a profile picture said, 
good. Fuck him. I'm sick of his elitist attitude. Sick. <laughs> he, he thinks he thinks me doing bogan news and dumb criminal is elitist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a cunt. I, I get accused of elitism. Mm. I'd love to fucking see the pricks bank accounts who are accusing me. Yeah, no, no, no. doesn't get much oh, lower than me. No, and you're getting they're getting elitism wrong. It's like no, no, no. We're from lowy places, pointing out what bits are funny about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, elitism is a man with fucking straight and long hair and no shoes on playing piano, telling me to fucking buy recyclable bags. Oh fuck yeah, that's yeah. charging ninety dollars when he's from four generations of wealth. That's elitism. Cunt. Fuck them. Say what I want. <laughs> Punch anywhere. <laughs> All right, we better kick into our headline <laughs> fucking Christmas story. I just realised I dead set, I said cunt about nine times <laughs> in the last few minutes. Whatever. I had a few too many Heineken zeros in the morning. Yeah, that's a good thing about Heineken. You look like a fucking degenerate. I'm sitting here having a cup of chai. You're drinking beers. Recording at 11 a.m. I've had four of them. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Have one at 6 a.m. if you want. Training for tomorrow. So, um... Our main act, right, is, 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 of course, Delta Airlines Flight 2565. Uh, Minneapolis to Los Angeles, December 29, 2016. Um, the flight took off. Oh, hold on. That's just four years. Just. Just. Yeah. Well, it is just over four years, nearly five on paper if you go 2021 to 2016. Yeah. Is that, a, is that our rule, though? Is it four years, you reckon? We said an Olympics. I'd reckon it's got to be over four. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. But um, just snuck in. Yeah, five to be safe, but four if the dates work out. <laughs> anyway, Anna Koosman has uh, jumped out of her seat and tried to use the toot straight after takeoff, and the crew fucking hate that. I've seen that. Yeah. They hate that. It's one thing they hate. It's that. Yeah. They told her to sit down. She said, "Get fucked," or words to that effect. I think. Um. There's a little bit of a tussle. And then the boyfriend, Blake Fleissig, got involved. He had to pick a side, you know, the drill. Roll of the eyes. Yeah. And he's just got to say, look, sorry, I'm going to have to side with her, even though she's wrong. Timeless, that. I don't know what Blake does yet, but Blake's uh, fucking either end of the spectrum. There's no just fucking middle Blake. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's Blake with a fucking rat tail and, you know, a barbed wire tattoo. Or it's Blake with a fucking pink jumper around his neck that's got a horse on it, you know? You're absolutely correct. I've never met a middling Blake. They're vandals or CEOs. (laughs) Nothing in between. You hear the ball bearing in a fucking can or fucking cash just falling out of their safe. Um, So, yeah, I mean, he had to take a side. obviously. Either way, you're going to get robbed by a Blake. It's just, is it your DVD player? Or your super. Yeah, for sure. Pick one. <laughs> I, I prefer good old-fashioned TV thieves in the night. That's gone. Yeah. TV, TVs cost fuck all. Home invasions are not what they used to be. Yeah. I feel a bit nostalgic about it. Now crime's back in the boardrooms where people think it belongs. Yeah, as long as there's no bloody syringe. Whenever I hear that, I go, oh, that's a bit. It's on the nose. Oh, as a weapon? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm more talking you two burly blokes having to lift a television out past the foot of your bed while you're snoring. <laughs> you don't see that anymore. 
Yeah, for Falcon. They open the window to break in and the fucking breeze sucks it out. All they got to do is unplug it and they got it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a kite. If you, if you open the window, it's just attached to the PowerPoint floating near the ceiling fan. <laughs> By the way, I've stopped. If, if anyone did miss it, God, for Falcon, JB Hi-Fi for Falcon, I don't know what's happened. Maybe because I opened their emails and clicked once. But they have not stopped. And uh, I get a lot of messages now. We do on Midflight Brawl on Insta about the for Falcons. Yeah. Um, man, you missed out big time because on a few weeks ago, 9th of December, they had $300 off their 65-inch Ultra HD HDR Smart TV. $300 off, making it about $9. <laughs> no, it was five ninety nine. That's the 65-inch Ultra. Yeah, right. That is massive. I follow for Falcon. On Instagram, and um, oh really? They keep sending me shit, trying to sell me stuff. I'm like, fellas, too late. I've already fucking got one. <laughs> what would I do with two TVs? I'm not Elvis. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just had a look. Yeah, for Falcon dot TVs. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so Blake, Blake has had to say, look, you know, I know she's wrong, but when we get home later, it's going to be far worse for me than just abusing a stranger in a uniform right now. Let's get it over with. Yeah. Nothing too serious. Then uh, then the pilot stuck his nose in. He's clearly a parent. He said, look, if you kids don't stop fighting, I will turn this plane around right now and go back to Minneapolis. There'll be no fucking Disneyland for anyone. And then once he, once he said that, as you know, as a parent, you've got to make good on your promise mm. if they don't stop doing what you said. Yeah. So he turned around and went back and delivered the pair to Twin Cities Finest on the plane. A little bit of footage of this. Not great audio though, just some good stuff. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. They um, there was a little, you sent like a little news, yeah, a little news piece. When police boarded the aircraft, they took the two unruly passengers into custody, and as they did, fellow passengers actually began cheering. Hey, the oysters. That's when the boyfriend, identified as a vice president at Citibank, apparently threw a punch at another passenger. <laughs> Cops take him down. Great. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a classic move, isn't it? It's like it's it's not unlike dropping the ball in a big game, and then one of the opposition ruffles your hair and says, "Sucked in, fuckhead. You just lost the game for your team. You're nothing but a fucking fuckhead." Of course, you're gonna hit him. <laughs> That's really getting them while they're down, isn't it? Man, having to watch all that uh, rugby league in my time in in Brizzy, the 2015 grand final, the Cowboys-Broncos, spoiler alert, the fucking golden point period where Ben Hunt drops the fucking kickoff. Oh, yeah. Oh. They razzed him. It's great. Yeah. His head, his head was right down. Yeah. I'm surprised someone didn't come in with a fucking dick tap or, a, you know, <laughs> air pull. This is a camel bite. Finish it off. There you go, mate. <laughs> Rest of your life, you'll be getting that. People will be yelling that out of hotel windows at you for the rest of your fucking life, Broncos fans. Anyway, sucked in, up the cows. Is a punch from a Citibank executive really a punch? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I found I found Blake Fleisseg, whose online presence is limited. Um, although, classic name, if people could have the consideration to have an unusual name for the future, it'd be great because fucking Grant Smiths and, and the like. A little bit harder to find. Yeah. Um, Our mate last week, Russell, whatever his name was. Russell Miller. Russell Miller. Hard too, to find. Too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I found a few photos. Big sunglasses. Looks a bit Gucci to me. Yeah. Not out of place on a yacht. He's um he's since moved to NYC. 
and he's a major contributor to the hashtag yum. Lots of pictures of flamboyant American food servings on his Instagram. Um, sometimes you just got to treat yourself, etc. He's got um, he's got he's got two poxy little fucking dogs on Instagram, fur babies. One of them is called Danger. Oh Jesus! And these are tiny dogs. Yeah, as a fuck would say, a dash hound. Oh, <laughs> dash yeah. dash hound danger. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that that yum hashtag with what it, sometimes you've just got to treat yourself. Yeah. If I was Blake, and I'd take a still shot of me fucking punching that cunt booing me, and that's what would the that's what the caption would be. True. Sometimes you just got to treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag yum. <laughs> You do have to treat yourself. Just be clocking a bloke in his seat. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Um, sometimes Blake will feed whipped cream straight from the can to danger. And uh, oh, really? Pretty gross. He um he also appears to be a bit of a funkle, which has always irked me. Mm. One of those. Oh, I love kids and they love me, but also love to give them back at the end of the day. <laughs> Fuck off, Blake. Hope you're lonely when you're old. You don't want kids, that's fine. I don't recommend them for or against. It's your business. But don't rub your unlimited freedom in my fucking face by being a funkle, treating them and shit, trying to be the cool guy. Piss off. Those funkles, well, my kid, as I said, all I can go off is my two-year-old. But the most funny ever is is first thing in the morning. It's also the time when I at least want to have fun. But that is definitely when he's up for fun. Well, not according to the posters I've seen of you. What do you mean? In the mornings, you appear to be having heaps of fun on the radio with your mates. Oh, no, that's oh when I'm at work and I've had six coffees, fuck yeah. But <laughs> not when my son wakes me up by, you know, sleeping sideways and he's got his, his head on my wife's stomach and just kicking me in the back. Oh, yeah. They don't mind a fucking spreading themselves out, do they? No, they love it. Not considerate at all. No. Um, Blake. At the time, there's a mugshot of him. Uh, he was wearing a dog tag necklace. Military, you may think, but no. Vice President of Citibank, isn't he? Very necessary position to have your name, rank, and blood type around your fucking neck mm. when you're cruising around your corner office at Citibank. No, Citibank executive probably has dog tags. It's just got a Swiss bank account on it. It's got a bunch of fake passports and shit. Oh, yeah. So when he's got to do a runner. He can remember like the born identity. Yeah. He's um <laughs> he was thirty-five years old and vice president of the internal audit treasury finance at Citibank. Sounds made up because it is. Like assistant to the manager. That's a fucking yeah. just a job title with some fucking management speak in the title. He did have I'm just having a look at the um story now and he's his mugshot. Again, I've got to stand up for Blake here. I reckon he's had a few. He's either cried because he's been arrested or those red eyes are from hangover or a soon-to-be hangover. Yeah, I think they were they were drinking. Although he's, you know, yeah, I don't know. Do these people cry? VPs, they know they can get out of trouble pretty easily. Mm. He's, um, where is he now, you might think? Well, he took four months off Instagram, probably as punishment for punching a stranger on a plane, something that would earn the likes of me some jail time. Um, in 2018 and 2020, he's been the defendant in debt recovery cases, I don't think you had to pay anything then. And fair enough, people who wear white trousers on the weekend don't have to pay their fucking debts. Why should they? Also, the same people that when there's elections coming up saying you should vote a certain way because 
they hate people getting handouts. Yeah. That are the same ones that fucking cry poor when the, there's a financial crisis. Oh, man. Please bail us out. I fucking hate handouts. People should never get a handout. Yeah. Unless it's got, you know, nine fucking figures in it. Fucking oath. Nine digit handouts. That's about a, a million dole bludgers in one hit is a bank handout. Yeah. Stick with the dolies. I don't mind them. I, um, I read the transcripts and uh, he seems to get them on filing errors and the like. His lawyers tell the court that the plaintiffs filled in the wrong forms or something. Got ya. Judges say, well, Blake's not paying. Oh, yeah. Why should at Blake1781 pay what he owes? He's got a $200 haircut. Leave him alone. And they do. He'll sick danger on you. Yeah. I am. Um, the diabetic dash hound. He'll fucking get you. I found uh, do you, Do dogs get diabetes? I don't know. If you're fucking eating cream out of a can, it can't help. Yeah, I wouldn't think it's good for them, but, you know, they are dogs. Um, I found Anna Koosman. Yeah. She was yelling as – I couldn't find the audio for this, but I found some uh, transcripts. She was yelling as part of her why am I being arrested speech on the plane. She said, you better fuck your sucking. Um, oh, yeah. Doesn't make much sense, but pretty good. Um <laughs> She's had a few. She she faced charges of disorderly conduct, ended up with a year of probation and some community service. Blake got off with nothing. He's rich. Jesus. Sadly, they're not together anymore. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, but Anna, right, who's not as active as Blake online, still has a few photos of them together on her Facebook. Oh. Anna, clearly allergic to whatever she, whatever she's eaten just before every photo. Mouse all swollen up. <laughs> oh, that's a, um, that's a shame. Shellfish or nuts, that'd be my guess. Is that what it was, just trying to get that sentence out? What was it again? Shellfish or nuts. No, no, no. What did she yell on the plane? Oh, um, you better fuck your sucking. <laughs> Thank God this bloke wasn't on board. But you better understand English in about five seconds. If you don't, I am going to fuck you up. Classic. Is that back on the board? Blast from the past. Oh, mate, it's in there. <laughs> Anna has a little dog herself called Monkey, oh. which she dresses up in human clothing. Classic move, uh, timeless. She's um, She did move to Santa Monica soon after this and in with a new boyfriend, Kevin Ferron, a video game engineer. Oh, jeez, you've gone deep here. Do you know him? No. Wait, how the fuck would I know a video game engineer? I just mean you've gone very, very deep on your research here. Well, I like it. Wasn't that hard? I mean, engineer used to mean something quite different, didn't it? Now someone says, <laughs> I'm an engineer. Fuck off. You look at zeros and ones all day on a screen. Build me a bridge <laughs> at Kevin Ferron. His, yeah, his motto is. We'll build you a bridge that you can drive over in Grand Theft Auto on a mission. Well, his motto is, I love making big imaginary things real. And he one time invented the app. Words with friends. Oh, I say invented. What I mean is he ripped Scrabble off, changed it slightly, and made millions. The American dream. <laughs> Was that him? He invented that. Well, yeah, he took it. Yes, yeah, yeah. The American invent. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> yeah, he sort of negotiated his way around a fucking uh, copyright. Yeah, <laughs> and made a legitimate million. Dollars and more. He would have made heaps. Yeah. The American dream topped it off by being in jail as we speak. Jesus. What do you think he was charged with in 2019? Um, a video game engineer that then, what did he make? Words with friends. Uh, 
cocaine possession? Nah, not even close. Attempted murder. Oh, Jesus. Ruined Christmas. Of Anna. Oh, fucking hell. That is grim. Yeah, I know. Makes you think, doesn't it? Oh, it does, mate. It's not funny. I know. She's all right now. No thanks to Kevin. Almost. As if all nerds, once they get afforded money and power, turn into the cunts they always wanted to be. Yeah. There he is. Fucking nerds. Don't empower nerds. No. It's like your thing as well about uh, fat fat blokes that get skinny and fit in their 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always watch out. <laughs> They've got a shit list. Yeah, sometimes it's more than a conversation starter. It's a fucking predator. <laughs> I was laughing too hard. They did a bit of a mashup. I can do that on here. Look at this. That almost fits. Real Christmas. Your mate. Real Christmas makes you think, doesn't it? Your mate. Real Christmas makes you think, doesn't it? Real Christmas. <laughs> you know, some fuckhead's going to make that into something. A, uh, a Fuck yeah, pretty much Tiesto. Yep. Um, anyway, on a lighter note, the flight did get to LA and landed only two hours and 34 minutes late. So it's fine. Oh, All's well. Beats your regular Jetstar. Oh, mate, does that does that unfortunately bring us to the end of our bloody of our three-part special? Yes, it does. Ruined Christmas. Oh, that's a shame because I had so much fun making these things and I don't think I'll be able to again, unfortunately. Oh, no, they're not on here anymore. Where are all my songs? Oh, my toy's broken. Toy's broken. That's a shame. All my songs are gone. What the fuck? Suck. Oh, here we go. Christmas. Christmas. Just for anyone listening, this fuckhead's actually dancing in his seat to these. Christmas. 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 Mate, get into the spirit, Heggy. Come on. Happy holidays. Here we go. Longest run up on this one. Christmas. We'll see you in 2021. Yeah, have a happy new year, everyone. See you, mate. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 